Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Everybody ready? Praise God. Let's, uh, let me pray for me. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you. I thank you so much for this opportunity, my God, to share. I thank you for keeping me all these years, my God, and, and for all the things I've learned. I pray that I, as I impart, my God, a, a little of, of my wisdom, my God, that uh, your people, my God, will seek uh, you for whatever you have for them. Anoint this class, anoint me, my God, and Father, we give you all the glory and all the honor for uh, what you're going to do. In the name of Jesus, we pray, and everyone says, amen. amen. I want to declare something to you that you need to believe. Jesus loves you. Amen. amen. But I'm his favorite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and let me tell you something. If you don't know, if you see my car, I've got a license plate to prove it. But it's government issued, so it means something. Can you say amen? <laughs> now, we're all his favorites. But uh, I just want to just tell you how I feel. <laughs> well, the purpose of this workshop, and I, I pray that you receive something and you take something from it. But the purpose of the workshop is for you to discover who you are. For you to discover who you are. That's, that's so important. And, and, and for you to allow God to use you the way he created you to be. Uh, you know, uh, in growing up and being a pastor, I remember, and I don't get ahead of myself, but, but you know what? I, I remember uh, uh, finding my place, and it was so uncomfortable. Uh, but, but you need to, to discover who you are, to allow God to use you just the way he created you. And, and I want to let you know that this is not a workshop for those who want to become a pastor one day. Okay, this isn't a workshop for that. Uh, 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 let's face it, not everyone here is going to be a pastor. Not everyone here is going to be a pastor. And that's good because there's so much to do. There's so much for everyone to do. And we know, we know the scripture about there's many parts of the body, and every part of the body has a purpose. You don't have to be up there. You don't even have to be seen, but you have to find out where God wants you, and you have to be your best uh, to, to make that uh, uh, function uh, uh, in a way that's going to be productive. You, you, uh, you need to discover who you are and once again allow God to use you in, in ways that he could not use me. Okay? You are so different. So different from me. And that's good. Be you. Okay? Now, uh, uh, how many believe that every one of you has an important part in the kingdom? Okay, good. You need to believe that. Now, you need to discover once again uh, who you are. And I'm be driving that because that's the whole point of the teaching. You need to discover who you are and fulfill that part. Okay, the title of this class is called There's Only One You. There's Only One You. And, and, and just like we heard it say that uh, nobody has the same fingerprints. Nobody has the same fingerprint. Everybody's fingerprint is important, okay? And, and you know what that means? That fingerprint is part of you. Just like the fingerprint is, is nobody else has it, well, there's nobody else like you. 
Okay, you're, you're only you. Uh, uh, now, in life, one of the problems we have is an identity crisis. I just was speaking to uh, 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 some sisters from San Diego Church, and we were talking about this, and, and I just felt so good to, to know that, that uh, 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 I'm not the only one that, that struggled through an identity crisis. We all do. We all do. Uh, 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 sometimes we don't know who we are. We try to be like someone else we admire. We, 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 may, we, we may even see a movie star and we want to be like that movie star. And let, let me tell you, uh, uh, give you a, a perfect example of how we struggle with, with uh, uh, identity crisis. Uh, you know, we see people combing their hair like somebody they admire. We see people dressing like someone they admire. They're trying to be like them. It, it's all right. You dress the way you want, but you need to be who you are. That's uh, that's what's important. Uh, uh, many times we try and copy someone's personality, the way they walk, the way they talk. But let me tell you something. We could copy being somebody else, but normally that doesn't last long because that's really not you. Uh, it, it's it takes time, but you have to find out who you are. Uh, allow God to use you. I remember when I first became a pastor, and, and, and I used to go to, con and when we came to conferences, whether it's here or we used to attend other conferences, and I see the speakers, and I admire that speaker, and I came back, and I tried to talk like that speaker. I tried to walk like that speaker, but, 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 but let me tell you something. I, I, I wasn't comfortable. I, I became uncomfortable. Why? Because that was not me, Okay. It, it might not be much, but what you see is what you get. <laughs> okay? Look, I, 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 I know I'm I, I, Pastor Edwin. When he speaks, when he speaks, he makes the auditorium boom, <laughs> boom. And, 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 and then not only that, never. I think just one time he went to his computer. Never did he did he look at his notes. And then he says, and, and, and Philippians 2, and, and man, he quoted the whole Philippians. Me, me, I, 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 I say in John 3, 16, and I have to go and look sometimes. <laughs> and gee, see what, John 3, 16. See what I'm doing right now? What I'm doing right now? I'm being myself. Okay, I'm being myself. And, and, and let me tell you something, I'm comfortable. I had, to, I had to deal with it, man. I'm myself, and I feel comfortable, and I feel that whatever I have to say, I could put it out, but be myself. Now, see, you have to be yourself wherever God puts you. Wherever God puts you. Remember, there's only one you. Jeremiah 1.5 says this, and I'm going to read it from my notes because, you know, I'm not Pastor Edwin. <laughs> Jeremiah 1.5, before, before I formed you, says the Lord, in, your, in the womb, I knew you. See, you're special. You're special. Psalms 139 verse 14 says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Now, the track, the track name is called The Wise Guys. 
And, and when, you know, uh, 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 leadership gets together and, and we're praying and, just, and, and coming up with, with themes for our, our, our workshops and all that, uh, when it came to the wise guys, I'm just sitting there and somebody says, I, I think, Pastor, I should do that. Wow, you know, at first I, I thought, wow, well, is it because I'm always joking around? I'm just a wise guy or what? You know what I mean? Uh, uh, no, it's not that. I was chosen to, because the theme is a wise guy, is because to share my wisdom with you. My wisdom, uh, in other words, what I've learned in the 45 years that I've been serving God. Amen. Praise God. I, 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 what I learned coming December 1st this year, my wife and I will celebrate 40 years being pastors. Okay? So I want to share with you who I am. I'm going to share with you how God made me uh, and how he uses me. But I want you to listen to this, okay? This class is not about me. It's about you. Okay, and, and I don't want you to focus on my life. I don't want you to focus on my life, but I want you to, to listen to what I'm share, sharing with you with intentions of having God speak to you about you. Okay, about you. Just the way I had to find out who I am, you have to find out who you are. You're, you're really special. You, you are special. And, and, and don't, you know, okay, I've been put down as a kid. I, I had a teacher call me stupid in elementary school, and, and that really hurt me. Even every time I say that, I could feel the, the pain in here. I was a little kid, and there was this girl that had a crush on me sitting next to me. I knew she liked me because, you know, little girls are how they do. They flirt with you and, and try and do. But anyway, <laughs> I, I don't want to go all back, backside here. <laughs> but, you know, in front of the little girl who had a crush on me, teacher said, I'm stupid. And, you know, and you play it off, you know, playing with a pencil and all that. But, man, you go home saying, I'm stupid. I'm stupid. You grow up and, 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 and something happened and, and you hear the devil confirming that. You're stupid. You're stupid. But somewhere I came to the conclusion that, okay, I'm not an eloquent speaker. I accept that. I'm not tall like I would like to be. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not all this, all that. But let me tell you something. I'm not stupid. I'm not stupid. And, and, but, but see, those are the kind of things that I'm trying to teach you that we have, we carry. And if you don't let them go, and if you don't allow yourself to be who God says you are, you are special. You're, ain't nobody stupid in here. We, we might not know everything. We might not know everything. We, 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 we might not... Uh, 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 do things the way maybe someone else does it, but it's all right. You do it the way God created you. Okay? So 
at the end, at the end of, of this teaching, I, I want to leave some time for, for some questions or, or maybe some input from you. So if a question comes or, you know, I'm going to wait for the end. But even as I'm speaking, and if you have a question, something I say or something you need direction with, this is what this is. This is a class. I'm trying to teach you. I'm trying not to pe- preach, okay? Now, right now, you're probably in the very place where God wants you to be. And, and let me tell you something, many times where we're at in ministry maybe, or maybe even life, uh, you, you know, uh, uh, maybe you don't like that, but, but accept the fact that you, you, that's where you're at and be the best uh, uh, in getting the mission accomplished, accomplished okay? Now, uh, I'm going to ask you something to do every time you pray, but you need to mean it, Okay? I want you to ask this question to God, okay, and mean it. Lord, let your will be done in my life. That's that's a spooky thing to ask. Lord, let your will be done in my life. Why, Why is it a spooky thing to ask? You need to be serious, though. Because it could be that what God wants for you may be different than what you want for you, okay? We need to be serious. And I want to tell you something. There's a lot of things that that we go through. There's a lot of things that we do that maybe we don't like or seem insignificant. But let me tell you something. If if you do it for the honor and glory of God, I'll tell you something. You're going to benefit. You're going to grow. That fire, that storm, that trial, or that ministry that that frustrates you, that that, 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 the things that you're asked to do that you don't like to do, you feel, you know, uh, uh, man, and I, 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 this is what I, this isn't what I want to do. I, I'm better than this. Well, I want to tell you something. You be your best where you're at, and I could tell you that you, God's going to promote you. He's going to honor that. <coughs> when I got saved, I, I tell you what. When I got saved, I was in glory, man. When, when I got saved, immediately I became the piano player. Immediately I got involved in music. Uh, and, and then the band got started. And let me tell you something. Man, I was in heaven. I was, I was, I was in my element. I was in my element. But God knew that, God knew that that's how he had to drive me. That's how he had to deal with me. Because you know what? I wanted nothing to do with church. I wanted nothing to do with God. But let me tell you something. God made it to where when I got saved, he let me have fun. He let me have fun. And I love that. I, and I want to tell you something. I'm going to get ahead of my... Well, let, let me just say this. I, I, first of all, I thought I was going to play forever. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If I never went out and I was still a musician, I probably wouldn't be in the band no more. <laughs> because everything changed. Everything changed. But see, God knew something better. Because five years after I got saved, two albums later that we recorded, uh, uh, man, we, I enjoyed it. I was in heaven. But let me tell you something. God changed my plans. He put something in my heart. The band members started getting 
sent out being pastors. And one day I was in a conference, and I see one of the band members, now a pastor, and I literally felt God say, you could do that. I want you to do that. And I told my wife, I think God has called me to, to pastor. But you know what spooked me? I had no idea what a, what a pastor was. I, I don't know what to do. And, 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 you know, we don't send us to seminaries. And we used to call them cemeteries in those days. But, uh, you know, but seminaries where you, where you learn the word of God and, and all these things. Well, you know what? It, it, we, 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 we didn't do that. Uh, and, and God was just blessing, blessing, blessing. I knew nothing about pastor. I felt so, dis, uh, so unqualified. Besides that, I knew I was just a big goof-off. You know what I mean? But God knew what he wanted me to do. And, and let me tell you something. I went out to Stockton. And do you know that the, for the first year, I had no trials. For the first year, first day we opened, we had four people. And then, and then six people, those four people brought more people. And, and then uh, within a month, man, we had 18 people. And then we rented our first building. No trials. <laughs> I said, my God, this is heaven, man. You know, it's working out. But <laughs> when you ever hear but, something's coming. And sure enough, see, God knows me. He knew how to deal with me. He has to kind of like, you know, make me happy first. <laughs> oh, that's how he deals with me, okay? And, and I was happy. I was happy playing music. I was happy my first year. But you know what? You don't grow in happy. Okay? It's when you have to say, count it all joy, Art. Though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. <laughs> okay? But let me tell you something about me that I didn't know, that God did know. My heart. And, and this is why I think I was chosen for the wise guys, the heart. One of the things that uh, scared me when I was I dealt with to be a pastor was, of course, my personality. My personality. Very timid, very inferior. Like I said, I have to get over that. I'm not stupid, you know. And, and, and I think one time even my mother, she was mad. And I know she didn't mean it, but when your mom says, estupido, when she says, estupido, man, I remember that. I walk away, and all I could hear, estupido, estupido, estupido. I know she probably didn't mean it. But you know when you're mad, you say things that you shouldn't say. And, and let me tell you something, parent, parent. Don't ever call your kids stupid or something because that stays for a long time. It stood with me. Once again, I could feel it in here when I say it. But I'm not stupid. But, but you know, I used to see brothers that were serious all the time. And, and they looked uh, a spiritual. And that bothered me because that wasn't me. 
That wasn't me. Uh, I didn't look like a pastor. I remember one time in Stockton, because our church grew so quick, and, and, and we were kind of well-known, and I forgot what kind of big thing in the, in, the, in, the, in the city, and there were about five pastors. They're big guys and white guys and all that, and, and they're, uh, where's this pastor art? Where's this pastor art? And there I show up, a little guy, you know. <laughs> At that time, I had a big old mustache, and, and, uh, and, and I say, uh, I'm Pastor Art. And they look down at me like, <laughs> you know, I felt like nobody. I was not honored and all that. But I had to get over that, man. I had to, I had to, I had to fight and say, I'm somebody. Yes. I'm somebody. <laughs> I'm somebody. I, I had to say, you know what? Our, our church is not growing because God's life is not upon me. You know, God, the power of God, the anointing of God is upon me. And, and, and you know what? I have to, to, to accept who I am. Just like you have to accept who you are. And my prayer has always been uh, in those days, uh, God help me to tame my tongue. Because I'm quick, man. You know, I'm quick to those of you that know me, uh, uh, capping on people and all this. And, and uh, uh, you know what? If, if I don't know you, don't worry about it. But if I know you, uh, I could just come out to you, you know. Uh, but you know what? Uh, 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 I didn't want to offend anyone. Even today's day, I keep my mouth shut. Because, you know, I'm going to say something. I said, don't say it, man. You know what? Uh, but I wanted to be serious like those brothers that looked spiritual. And, you know, I find out they weren't all that spiritual at, at all. But I prayed that I would be like those brothers that were serious and, and, and had it all together. Well, let me tell you something. That didn't happen. I just had to learn to be me, to operate with a personality that God gave me. Now, like I said, I like being me. Amen. I like who I am. This is just me, okay? Uh, w uh, praise God. If you ever see me talking in a group of people, a group of people, I'll tell you what, we always end up laughing. Just laughing, laughing. And, and man, we, and, 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 and let me tell you something about laughter. Laughter is healthy. Laughter is good. But I'm talking about good laughter, can you say amen? And, and you know, uh, 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 let me just say this before I get into the serious part. My humor has been a gift when I use it right. Okay? Because I, I love to laugh. I love to share things that make people laugh. Because sometimes we're too serious. We're, we're going through something. And when you laugh... Man, laughter is just health for your soul, okay? And I, I love to laugh. That's me. Life is too serious. Sometimes I'm walking someplace, I make my own self laugh. <laughs> I, I tell my own self jokes, you know what I mean? I, just the way I think makes me laugh. And sometimes I think I'm on candid camera because I, I could be someplace. I, I was at a hotel one time trying to get some ice, and the thing wouldn't open. And, and man, I just jerked it, and the whole door came off. Uh, and, and I'm just looking around like, man, what? Is this a joke or what? But those kind of those things just happened to me. <laughs> I 
But let me try something. Laughing is part of my personality. And those of you that know me, that's me. Okay? I, 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 and, and I'm like that wherever I go. I don't try. I do not try. <laughs> it, it just comes out. And, and, and it's all good as long as we're not making fun of anybody. And forgive me because I've done that to some of you. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, don't give me away, man. <laughs> so uh, let me tell you something. My humor and, and, and my funny ways of looking at things uh, didn't leave when I got saved. I, I just had to learn to, to uh, I had to learn that that's who I am, that's how God made me, and I had to just learn to deal with it. But let me share a little bit about my serious side of me. And it took many years to, for me to recognize something that I had all along, all along. Even when I was in the world, uh, I had my own band, and, and I always had people around me, people like, uh, you, you know, the band in, in charge of them, but, 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 but I've always had a tender heart for people. Even the guys in the band, I, I, looking back, I felt like I was a pastor because, you know, uh, some of the band members were gang members and all that, that you know, uh, uh, from East L.A. And, and you know, uh, get fights, come to my house, bloody and all that. And they are, you know, and, and they came for me to talk to them, to encourage them. Uh, I would like that. And, and, but, you know, it took many years for God to show me that I have a tender heart for people. I might joke around and all that, but let me tell you something. When I get serious, I am serious. I could sit with people and feel them. That's a gift. Because when I feel that, I can help somebody. Uh, I have compassion for people beyond people's understanding. Beyond people's understanding. I, I, I'm very forgiving, very redemptive. And, and, and these are valuable gifts. Uh, they're not fake and they're not phony. It, it's just me, how God made me. Uh, and, 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 and these things that I'm talking about, being forgiving, redemptive, having a tender heart, they have a purpose in how God uses me. A, a great purpose. And it's what God put in my heart. And, 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 and a lot of this, a lot of this tenderness, a lot of the compassion that I have, uh, uh, it's what, it came from what I experienced in life. Uh, it came from seeing other people getting hurt or abused. And, and when I was a kid and, and I seen people getting abused, when I seen uh, 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 myself, the hurts and the things that people said to me or done with, uh, with me, uh, to me as a kid, you know what? All these things I, I kept in my heart, but you know what? It made me have compassion for people that I see that are hurt. That I heard when they're talking to me, I know what they're talking to me about. And you know, God gives me the wisdom just to say kind words, to give them, encourage them, to, to, to lift them up. Because that's what we need. That's what we need. Some of you here, you know, you, you have those hurts and, 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 and you deal with things. You, you, you've been hurt or, or whatever. You know, you've been called things and all that. But you know what? I want to declare to you that, you know what? Uh, uh, old things will pass away and all things will come to you. When you give these things to Jesus, you know what I mean? 
And, 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 and the gifts that I was talking about, uh, 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 you know, I had to ask God for wisdom. And I'll tell you why. I had to learn how to use these gifts as I minister to people. I had to learn the difference between compassion and having pity for someone. Feeling sorry for something, someone. Because there's a difference. Feeling sorry for someone is not always, is not always a really good thing to, in helping someone. Feeling sorry for someone is not really going to help someone, but compassion is different. Compassion sees from the heart, and it operates in a different way, okay? I also had to learn the consequences of my gift of, of having a tender heart and being kind to people uh, because people have taken advantage of my compassion as I try to help them. Let me tell you something. When, when, when I'm operating in compassion, in tenderness, you know what that is? That is the grace of God trying to help somebody. Because I can't do nothing for somebody. I, I'm, a, I'm a vessel. I'm a tool. I, I, I'm a weapon. I'm a, 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 my hands are, are, you know, two in the hands of God. And, 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 but some people, some people did not embrace the grace of God that was, that was given to them. And, 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 and God was using me to bring direction or healing to someone. But they didn't embrace it. I've been taken advantage so much. But let me tell you something. It may, it may have hurt my feelings, but the one that got hurt the most was the one that lied, the, the one that uh, uh, didn't listen, the one that didn't take advantage of the compassion that we had. One of the ministries that we don't have in our church anymore, but one that I loved so much was the men's home. Man, we had so many guys. We had some veteranos, some, uh, a, a lot of guys from here in L.A., Azusa, and all these. That Man, big guys from prison and all that. But let me tell you something. I, my, I targeted them. I tar you know, I used to get one-on-one -on, -one on them. And you know what? These big guys and all that. But you know what? I helped them. There's a lot of guys in the home that are here in church that have come up to me and, and, and thank me. And they thanked me. I, they thanked me. They made mistakes. I did not call them stupid. I did, I did correct them. I did discipline them. But let me tell you something. I did not put them down. I lifted them up because that's what they needed. That's what they needed. And, and, and the reason I'm sharing this is because what I'm saying, wherever you are at in ministry or not even in ministry, even at the marketplace, wherever you're at, you know what? You need to be compassionate. You need to be compassionate like Christ has been compassionate to us. Amen? <laughs> Building the kingdom of God is not an easy task, but there is some risk involved, and we know that. Uh, 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 there's some risk involved. Uh, there's some hurts involved, but we got to do the work. 45 years later, here I am, still using joy or humor, whatever, uh, still being sensitive to minister to someone who needs it, but that's how God made me. My question, in winding this down, how about you? How is God using you? What, what do you know of yourself? Or maybe what did God remind you of this morning that, that uh, 
maybe will help you. I want you to leave the, in this class, maybe not you don't know right now, but asking God, who am I? Who am I? And start just exercising, being you, being you. Are there any questions this morning? Any input, any, anything someone would like to say? My brother in the back. Oh, Pastor Nacho. Pastor Nacho's mic. They're, they're, they're getting it. Pastor Nacho, as a matter of fact, is the one that put me on it. <laughs> I kept calling him, Pastor Nacho, what is it that I'm supposed to? <laughs> so, but anyway. It's not working. Well, here comes another one. Here comes another one. Uh, oh, no, it's not coming. It's leaving. Oh, here it comes. Here comes another one right here. I'm not being funny. That's serious. That's happening. <laughs> okay, not working. Okay, okay, we got it. We got it. Somebody's got it. Here it comes, one that's working. Oh, there it goes. I, I can't hear you, bro. <laughs> Test mic. One, okay. two. Third is a charm. All right. First of all, thank you for being you because you've been a blessing in this fellowship for many years. Um, one, of, one of my joys in pastoring in, in my 20s was when I had you come down and be the guest speaker along with the other leadership pastors and I was really um, moved by knowing this side of you that you have made known today and for those that don't know you, that's who you are. But you also have a, a tendency without you realizing that you cause the people that you are with at that particular time to feel good about themselves and so as I was nervous in having you come down, I, I was, what, 20, 23, 24 years of age. Um, the impact that you left in my life, uh, as I started asking questions about ministry and, and got to see that side of you, the compassion, you've always been that blessing, uh, not only to myself, but to many people in this fellowship. But my question is this, I said all that to bring it to this. Uh, how long thereafter when you started pastoring did you realize that you have a gift of compassion and encouragement? When did the light bulb turn on for you that, hey, I can use this to build the kingdom of God? That's my question. Praise God. Uh, it, it, took, it took a number of years because I, I, I've, I've always been compassionate. I've always been compassionate. But it took me, I would say, a good... I've been pastoring going to be 40 years. I would say maybe, God, maybe 15 years later that I actually, actually got it. And I said, I know my gift. I know my place. Even though I was operating in it, but maybe 20 years before I claimed it, I know my gift. And Irene and I, you know, uh, she knows her gift. And, and, and I said, I know my gift. And I started saying over the church, you know, my gift is, you know, encouragement. That's my, I love to encourage because I hate to see someone discouraged. That's of the devil. And I love to bring somebody from the bottom up. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. First, there, there's a sister right here, first of all, and then we'll get to the brother. 
My sister here had her hand up. Hi, Pastor. I okay, have a your question. mic. It's on. Okay. Okay. My question is, I know my gift. Mm-hmm. How do I stay in it? How do I continue to 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 grow in it? Because I know what it is, and it's almost like you. I'm I'm a, a, a servant. Uh, humanitarian. That's what I've done all my life. Your, your gift is to serve? To serve. Okay. Well, a gift is not something that you're 24 hour, 24 hour. Your gift, your gift is like you, you enter a place with boom, it kicks in. Like, like there are going to be times when you just be living your life regular, but then boom, you're going to be in a place where your servant. You know what? Uh, uh, my wife and I got that too. We, we could be in a meeting someplace, and you know what? Uh, we automatically start helping putting the chairs away, automatically start cleaning and all that. And, and but you, know, you know what? It's just natural. It just comes upon you. So whenever the opportunity comes, just, man, go for it. Okay? For, it's not something you'll do 24-7, but, but you know, it'll, you'll, you'll know. Huh? Okay, well, be the best. Hallelujah. That'll make you happy. Hallelujah. Praise God. There's a brother here that had his hand up. Brother, you raise your hand again. Right here, right here. Yeah, we see you. Hey, Pastor Art. Uh, yes. What's the best, uh, the best way that, uh, you know, to show your gifts at a workplace to, uh, you know, whether it be uh, working with people, uh, your coworkers or just meeting people at, at the job site, or, you know, wh- where I would work at, uh-huh. what is the best way to approach and, uh, and to, uh, you know, sh- show your love and compassion for the Lord at a workplace? To, uh, 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 like in the workplace, how to approach him and show your compassion and love? Yes. Okay. But w- one thing, one thing, once again, you have to ask wisdom because when, when I see someone that I want to target, you know what, you don't just barge in and start. No, what, what you have to do, first of all, be yourself, be kind, be helpful, kind of befriend them. Get, because, because you have to, like, um, allow them to, to let you in, yeah. to talk to them. I'm a chaplain with the police department, and, 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 and one of the things I try and do when I ride with a cop uh, uh, is t- the, the cops are real reserved, they're, they're, you know, and all that, but, but they treat me like one of them because we're part. But, but one of my purposes in being a chaplain is to reach them, to reach them. But I can't do that until I befriend them. So during the day, I'm talking to them, asking questions. We're laughing, cracking up, and all that. So those things are good. But then I always tell them before, I, I said, listen, if there's anything... Uh, I'm here for you, first of all. If there's anything you ever have to talk, talk to, you know what, uh, in confidentiality, you know, I'm here. So you have to, like, befriend them first, you know, be around and, 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 and okay. And I, I wouldn't go up there and be joking around and all that because that's not the way you do it. But just, just listen to them. Listen to them and say, hey, you know, catch words like, hey, you know what, I, I, I've been there. I understand how you feel and all that. And little by little... Let them know that you care. But you have to leave room for them to invite you into their life. Okay? Anybody else? Oh, I'm sorry. Right here. Pastor Macario. 
Make it easy, brother. Don't, <laughs> don't give me a hard one. <laughs> yes, yes. I just wanted to uh, say something about you, Pastor Art. Okay. It was back in 1990 when we first had our first revival mm -hmm. in Guadalajara, Mexico. Remember? Yeah. And I remember. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> and you, you said something that really, really made an impact in my life for many, many years. And uh, you, you said, you told me one day, Macario, you know what? You look like Bob Hope from the back. <laughs> And no hope from the front. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I need yeah. you to pray for me now. That, 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 was, that was my new joke. I used to tell people, you know what, brother? You look like Bob Hope from the back. And they get off. I said, but no hope from the front. You know what I mean? Uh, brother, there was a sister up here. Who's got the mic? Who's got the mic? There's a sister. Raise your hand. Oh, somebody have their hand? Oh, oh Pastor Clan, I'm sorry. Not a sister. Pastor Clem. Oh, who? Oh, my wife. Okay, my wife. Okay. <laughs> Pastor Macario. Yeah, his wife. <laughs> no, I just wanted to share that one of the things that Art and I have practiced all the time that we have been serving the Lord is transparency. One of our goals has always been to encourage others that they could be used of God too. Because we have never wanted to put on the facade like we're all that. You know, people try to elevate us, but we don't elevate ourselves. Because we don't want anyone to feel like God cannot use them. God will use all of us, and just like he said, the way that we are, who we are, because God is the one that does the work in us. And so he works through us. So be encouraged. Whatever it is that God is calling you to do, know that you could do it because it's God that's going to do it through you. So be yourself. Be transparent. Hey, there's highs and there's lows. We just have to be real about it because life is real. Life is tough. But the encouragement that we go forward with it is what will encourage others that you could do it too because you've seen it in other people's lives. So you know what? Just go for God and let him use your life right where you're at. Pastor Clem. You said a lot of interesting things. Mm -hmm. um, I remember when I first got saved and they asked me to minister and what do you call it? There were so many disciples trying to be somebody else. I felt so insignificant, felt so small. Uh, but at the time, my pastor told me as I walked away, be yourself. And I felt a big sigh of relief. But being myself is difficult. Mm. I am complex. My question to you is, um, in being yourself, uh, there's so much that you have to take out. So you won't. So you what, won't. what was that? In being yourself, being being me, you know, mm -hmm. there's so much that I have to discard. You know, mm -hmm. how do you get how do you get rid of all that stuff that you don't want? Well, I'll tell you what. First of all, being yourself, and he says uh, uh, there's a lot of complex and all that involved. And and, and what, what, those things are the things like like being, I'm stupid, the stupido, and 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 all the other things. Those are things that that we need to pray about and 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 and. And uh, rebuke and and get out. It's like you need to empty the trash can. 
because you need to find out who you are inside. All those things are, that's the trash that keeps us from being ourselves. Uh, uh, being timid, being intimidated, being inferior and all those. Th th those are things that I had to fight through. So, so I could walk on the platform. So I could be here with dignity and say, I could do this. That this is what God created me to do. But I still pray, God, help me. God, help me. Uh, give me wisdom. Anoint me. But, but those things, Pastor Clem, those things are things that you, need, you see, uh, your complexes, your inferiorities and all that. Those are things when you pray, say, God, you know what? Uh, uh, help me to be who I am. I re and, and speak to those things. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Because that's not who we are. Those are just the things that hurt us. Okay? Sister. Right here, front first, brother, and then. Okay, we got about, uh, well, about, what, what right here, up front. I think we have about, let me see how long this goes, guys. Go ahead, sister. No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's jet go ahead. Lag. <laughs> um, no, I haven't really forgotten what I was going to say. <laughs> what? What'd you say? Oh, you forgot. forgot. Oh, see, that's the problem it, you got. It'll come back tonight <laughs> when I'm asleep. You, for, you forgot? You literally forgot? Wow. <laughs> okay. You see, forgot. That's bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want to put a conflict on you, but. <laughs> okay, she remembers now. Okay. 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 Oh, let me hear my sister first here. Okay. She remembers them. Okay, Don't forget. Uh, uh, your gift, you were called to be a pastor. And I didn't know a, that, though. Called to be a pastor, there's a, a lot of gifts that comes with that, a lot of responsibilities. But does that gift shift? Like, you know, you may be a new person, in, you know, and you feel like, oh, well, God's called me to do this. And five years later, you say, oh, no, God's called me to do this. And then 10 years later, no, God's called me to do this. So does those gifts change uh, to make you someone else? No, th th those gifts are developed for me to be me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and when you know who you are, don't change because uh, that's when insecurities come. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, the problem was when I was trying to be everybody else because I didn't know who I was, but... But my, my humor, my, my sensitivity, I hang on to that, treasure that, because I have to learn to function in that, because that's how God made me, and, 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 and I can't be shifting. And I'm not shifting because, I'm not shifting because uh, that's what God made me. And I feel comfortable being this. Why should I change it? You know what I mean? Amen. Praise God. Okay, this will probably be the last one because we're at 1015 already. I I just, um, I find prayer, when I pray, uh -huh. um, that's when I find out who I am. Because okay. when I'm um, praying, because I'm not a confident person either, uh -huh. um, when I'm praying, I suppose it's that secret place is, is where I feel um, in control. Uh -huh. um, and and I, I think, like you said, a vessel, the the feeling of insecurity and not being in control isn't always a bad thing mm -hmm. um, because we're not in control mm -hmm. and 
and bit, probably a bit like Peter when Jesus said, come and walk on the water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you find you, you, because you're in prayer, you become aware of God's presence that even when you're walking through the day or, and people notice that because sometimes people are bullies and they can tell when you're not a confident person. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I, I just find the more I pray, the, the, the more confident I am. Praise yeah. God. Um, this will be the last one because of uh, time. But I want to say uh, there's a lot of times when we feel we're not in control. But that's all right. But we know we need to be confident. Confident in, in, in uh, uh, who God is and, and where he's taking us. Let, let me just close with this, okay? Uh, we can all learn uh, uh, from others and, and change some of the things that uh, we do uh, 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 to improve how we do things. Like I say, P- Pastor Edwin, and I admire him and all that. I can't be like him. I can't be like him, but, but, but I see things that I want to, uh, uh, that encourage me, that I want to uh, 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 be a better self, okay? I, I know who I am, but I still try to improve. I, I, I want to be a better me. I, I, I want more knowledge. I, 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 I want more understanding. I want to I be a better communicator. I want to be a better communicator uh, uh, because we can all learn and improve. Amen. Do you receive that this morning? <laughs> praise God. Let's give God praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. We praise you. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. May God bless you and the rest of your day. And I think it's time to start making it to uh, another uh, workshop. Praise God. God bless you.